and welcome to the weekly reboot, your regular Friday debrief of things we've heard and seen coming from the Agile community here in Melbourne and beyond. You're about to hear an interview that I did yesterday with Igor Gulko, the founder of DevOps Talks Conferences, which will be running in Melbourne, Auckland, Sydney and Singapore in 2020. First of all, hi Igor and welcome to the podcast. Hi Alex, hi, thanks for inviting. Oh, my pleasure. Um, so first, maybe if we just kick off and find out all about, I guess, your Agile coaching journey or your career journey. Yep. Um, my journey started around uh, 30 years ago. So I, I was many years as a software developer, uh, technical manager, uh, head of uh, DevOps practice. And um, so I... The biggest probably part of my career had been done in uh, Israel. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I had a few of my own uh, startups and uh, I worked in the embedded real-time security environment. So this is actually what I did for many years. Um, When we uh, immigrated to Australia, so I found that uh, I missed Israeli drive in high tech yeah. that I had there. And uh, I really love Australia. I, from my perspective, it's the best country to live and um, the best country to be. Well, uh, so uh, what I tr- if I found something uh, not uh, fully um, work properly, so I'm trying to fix it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I had a few uh, trips uh, overseas. Uh, to California and um, uh, on the west and east side of the U.S. And I met uh, with a lot of people uh, from uh, uh, U.S. uh, high tech. And uh, I found that uh, the best way to build our Australian high tech vibe is to start to do something here that will be interesting to overseas influencers who will come here who will see what we can do here and will spread the word about it. So I started to think about uh, conference and five years ago, I really started to build it. And we ran the first conference three years ago. It was in 2017 and uh, it was very successful. And uh, I decided to run one more. Uh, And uh, in 2018, it was a lot of demand from uh, Sydney as well, so I ran two conferences, Melbourne and Sydney. So on Sydney conference in 2018, we had around 20 people from New Zealand, wow. and they asked to run conference in New Zealand. So we went there. It was uh, three conferences in, uh, uh, in this year, and we go we go to run. We are going to run five conferences next year. Wow. So this is actually the, my journey in uh, in one minute. Wow. So there's obviously a lot of demand. What sort of content um, do you present at the DevOps Talks conference? Yeah, so what uh, we do, we actually, we, we build our conference in a little bit different way than uh, many other conferences. So my vision is that... Um, Everyone has to be involved in the digital transformation or DevOps adoption 
in everywhere. So it doesn't matter size of company. It can be small or uh, big enterprise. And this actually we implemented in conference. So we have just one stream. It means that uh, everyone come and join us to all sessions, to all presentations. So we are happy to receive some negative feedbacks when people say that it's uh, too technical for me mm -hmm. or it's too high level for me. But we have all kind of presentations. Okay, so we are happy to demonstrate capabilities from uh, all perspectives, from top level management, I mean, uh, C-level executives and um, t managers, mediums, uh, middle management and technical guys who talk exact uh, who talk uh, who talks about code who demonstrate uh, capabilities on the uh, code level yeah okay so it's uh, uh, why we why i think it's uh, very important because it's not everyone from top level can understand complexity of engineering work on the other hand not everyone from engineers can understand complexity of um, top management yeah. about strategical vision, about strategical decisions. Okay, so we would like that people will see and understand complexity of all roles in industry. So this is actually what we build. The second thing that we build on conference, so we build community. The people meet in some cases other people from their company that they didn't meet before. Mm -hmm. It helps them after that to articulate and work with them in company to build real DevOps environment, to build um, a re real agile environment where people can collaborate and communicate in easy each other. Yeah. yeah. So this is what we are trying to build. Yeah. And what do you, what does the term DevOps mean to you? Because I know that lots of people have lots of different interpretations. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, the main uh, two different things uh, people uh, mean when they talk about DevOps. One of them says DevOps, it's development in operations. It means that all guys in the operations build their automation, build the some stuff that they can run. It means they develop some code to help them to administrate and work on operational level. So this is a one very popular meaning and infrastructure as code is part of it as well. The second meaning, it means that development and operations. So development and operations uh, very well known as cross-skilled teams, the teams that take uh, responsibility from uh, design till implementation, production. Uh, so this is actually much close to things that we build on our conference. So our vision on DevOps is from end-to-end -end delivery. So it means that from a prototype, from idea, till production and monitoring. So it includes everything. It includes includes uh, security, it includes performance testing, it includes business analysis. In some cases, I think it has to include also financial uh, aspect of uh, development as well. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so it's in some cases, uh, I th- not in some cases, I think in many cases, our team has uh, to have responsibility to make decision about finance. It doesn't it mean that to decide how much salary they have to get, it means how much they want to spend on marketing, how much they have to spend to increase development cap- uh, capacity, mm-hmm. uh, how much they are ready to invest to security stuff. So this is, uh, I think, I think it's one of the very important things as well. Yeah. And what, and what do you think are the biggest misconceptions around the term DevOps or around um, what companies are trying to achieve when they talk about moving to a DevOps culture? Yeah. Um, the biggest uh, mistake, uh, I think, when people decide that DevOps is infrastructure. So we just change title from infrastructure engineer to DevOps engineer, and we actually we finished our DevOps adoption. Yeah. Um, fortunately, it's too popular. It's um, now it's more and more people understand that it's absolutely wrong, and they uh, they build another real. They try to build real DevOps, and they try to adopt DevOps and run properly digital transformation, but unfortunately, in many, many cases, when someone has to report about DevOps adoption, they just change titles. Um, See, it's um, uh, in DevOps space, it doesn't exist um, state when it's done. So we have DevOps. Same as in development, you know, when we talk about development of any application, it's very difficult to define application is done. Always you have to create new features, you have to create uh, new capabilities of application or a lot of new integrations, a lot of many, many other things. The same about DevOps. So it's, you, we cannot define the uh, number of tools and uh, techniques that we have to implement in company and to report after that that DevOps is done. Yeah. We have to work on this, on this, all the, the things uh, continuously. So we have to try new technologies. We have to adopt new technologies. We have to remove legacy. And this actually forever. So this is why we have DevOps. It's not something that uh, we can finish. So we can start, but I we can I don't at this stage I don't see how and when it can be finished. Yeah. I always think of it more as a garden than something that you're building. A garden yeah. always needs to be weeded. New things are always going to grow and you always have to stay on top of it. Absolutely, absolutely. And every season you want to try something new. Yeah, good one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, what you, you mentioned legacy then and I see organisations really struggle with, um, you know, they have a desire to build things in the cloud and, um, have those kind of you know well factored applications and great response times and good delivery of customer value, but they have all of this legacy around them. What's your advice to those organisations and, and where to start? See, first of all, I think it's very very good when you have legacy. It's good to have legacy. Uh, it means it's it's awesome. It's awesome when you have legacy. It means that you have something that can create you 
and can generate some profit for you. Yeah. Okay, it means that you have something that works for you for a long time and works pretty well. Okay, so it doesn't mean that you have to break or stop everything and start to develop something new. Because once you finish, it will be legacy as well. Yeah. So the, the biggest issue with legacy is that legacy uh, application, legacy code, in many cases, stop you to to grow up and uh, block you to add new uh, capabilities to your products. And when new technologies we can see on market, it's not always easy to integrate to legacy. So uh, I think when you have the, a lot of legacy stuff, first of all, you have to think how, how would you like to see it not today, how would you like to see tomorrow, after tomorrow, in the future? In many cases, you can say that, yeah, so it's in the future, I want to change everything. Maybe this is the case when you have to build something new. In some cases, you can say that it works awesome. I, I don't see a future that actually will change, will be changed so much that I will need to remove biggest part of my legacy. So I will use it for next five, 10 years. So in this strategical vision, so maybe you don't need to break your legacy and build something new. Maybe you need just to add new integrated parts to your legacy code that actually will help you to add additional capabilities. Mm. So you have to understand what kind of technology can help you. And in third case, you you can see on your legacy and you say, yes, since I can in easy to add anything there, I can easy to scale it up. I can use it in many, many cases. And I don't see any futures that actually will requires from will require from me to demolish it. Mm. So I will just will keep going as is. Mm. But in this case, it will be if it's really big legacy, it will be not easy to get engineers because engineers like to work with new things. Okay, but it's another problem. It's HR program. Yeah. So <clears throat> what do you say about um, maybe businesses that don't really understand the extent of their legacy problems and they haven't really had to deal with it because they've had these um, systems that have been generating profit for them for a long time and suddenly they've been asked to invest in you know, building new platforms or creating um, new features for their legacy yeah, I think uh, it's very, very important for business to be part of um, uh, development, part of delivery. So business has to understand complexity of engineering. So business has to see what kind of things will be not available for them in the future if they will stay with this legacy. See, in many cases, we have to develop new capabilities that actually doesn't have any real uh, um, impact in short term to revenue but in long term it's actually it will help us a lot so i think it's very important for business to be part of development they have to work together with engineers they have to understand complexity of integration complex 
complexity of legacy code, complexity of supporting legacy code. They have to understand complexity of HR to find engineers that will be able to work on high level for this kind of applications and products. So I think that uh, it's today, I think it's very wrong to split technology and business. I think today it has to be one entity that actually deliver products, deliver capabilities, new features. And understand that it's not easy to implement, especially in the big enterprises, but I think the this is actually the way they have to, when they run transformation, they have to go. So they have to aggregate business and technology to work as one entity. Yeah. At your conference, what what should people expect? I've seen some of the speakers. Um, is it the same speakers for all conferences or is it different speakers for different cities? Yeah, different speakers, different cities. For different cities, yeah. So each of our conference is unique. So it's uh, we are trying. So we we don't repeat ourselves. So we change every year speakers. We change even uh, for conferences that run. Uh, one conference in Melbourne, another in Auckland, just in one week delay. So we have around fifty percent different speakers. Mm-hmm. When conference will be next year, so it's we ninety nine percent of speakers will be changed. So yeah. Um, what to expect so what uh, we present so we present everything that's related to technology end-to-end delivery and this is actually so wide so we are trying this is why we are trying to do every conference different from previous one so we talk about uh, technologies but also we talk about culture we talk about transformation and we talk about technical specific tools and their implementation. We talk about uh, uh, big enterprise transformation for big enterprises, companies, about complexity of it. On the other hand, we also talk about aggregation of uh, new technologies in legacy system from technical perspective. Our speakers, they are from uh, Australia, from New Zealand, from Israel, from uh, uh, U.S. from Europe, and we are trying to demonstrate that um, how DevOps works and lives in uh, different uh, countries in different environments. So we had speakers from uh, Netherlands, and they talk about transformation in ING Bank. We had speakers from uh, INZ Bank that talk about INZ transformation. So we had a CEO, CTO from the most successful startups from Silicon Valley and from Israel. So we are trying to demonstrate all things from all perspectives. This is why we, every conference is different. And uh, because see, it's so huge topic Mm. that we, it's very, very difficult for us to repeat the same thing because, because, you know, it's so big. Yeah. So we, yeah. Hey, Igor, you, you mentioned then about talking about culture. What do you think the importance of culture is in the DevOps movement? Uh, I would say this is the number one when we talk <laughs> about DevOps because see, it's, um, as, as everything, um, everything starts from culture, you know. So it's, even in uh, 
10 years ago when no one talked about culture, but still it was everything was related to culture. When you go to be hired to any companies, so you you talk with people, you talk with management, you talk with engineers, you check from your end, all run all checks to understand how people work there, happy, not happy, you know. And um, so all these things um, together actually give you some uh, understanding. Would you like to join to this specific company or not? And all these things are based on culture because see, it's um, culture. It's so also so huge topic that <laughs> it's maybe makes sense to run conference that will be mm-hmm. called a lot uh, <laughs> uh, digital uh, digital culture mm-hmm. because see, it's uh, when we go to work for, for company, we never work for brand. We work for people who hire us and uh, these people they actually define culture in our small team it can be terrible company with terrible technology with terrible culture but in your specific team it can be awesome culture awesome people and you are more than happy to use these specific technologies and it helps you a lot in your career so i think when we talk about culture it's wrong to talk about generic culture for company A or company B. I think it's much more important to talk how people feel in this big company, in their specific team. Because in one, in, in many cases, same company, same team, but just change of management of team can change a lot. Yeah. On the other hand, same people, when they work together, they can deliver much more when they will be spread to other teams. You know, so it's, I think the number one, it's not about DevOps only. I think about technology at all. This is a culture. This is a, how people feel comfortable, uncomfortable in their. Yeah, that's great. I, I was going to ask, you're an agile coach. You're obviously um, pretty technical. Actually, I would have no. thought yourself. When you first start with a new team, do you start with um Technical or non-technical practices to coach people? Uh, see, it's, first of all, I'm not an agile coach. All right. I thought I saw that on your profile. <laughs> yeah, see, I I worked in an agile environment from uh, 2008, I think. So, yeah, I, I did some agile work, but my main focus is on technology. But, see... As I mentioned before, I don't think it's two things that you can split. Mm. So good manager, technical manager, he has to be, um, I don't know, agile coach or just culture coach or delivery coach, you know, because see, it's uh, all things that they, they work properly only when they are aggregated together. And... Um, from my experience, I can tell you that when I joined to a new team, so I'm trying to understand what people are used to do during their working time, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, from this perspective, I'm trying to find the best way to help them to deliver as soon as possible more. In some cases, technology can help. In some cases, we have to change something in culture in approach, in communication, in, uh, you know, cooperation between people inside of inside of team and outside. Because, see, it's uh, 
in technology, it's impossible to work alone today. And even very, very strong team has to collaborate and work with other teams. So all these aspects are very, very important to deliver the healthy culture and environment and high quality products. Have you ever worked in a place where you just thought, no, the conditions are just not going to be supportive and um, this isn't going to work here? Of course. (laughs) Of course, yeah. What sort of things are red flags for you? It's a very, very good question. Uh, I see, I maybe it will be funny, but um, I think there are many things we can recognize on interview. Okay, so um, I have, as I mentioned, around mentioned around thirty years experience, and um, I would say that on interview, what I did when I was uh, younger, and uh, when I looked for new job, and went from one company to another on interviews, so I checked the simple things. I I think that uh, um, I checked. Tea, what kind of tea company has for their employees? Um, or coffee? Uh, chair, so how comfortable is it? Yeah, yeah. and um, it was something else. Uh, so it's very, very simple things that it's easy to supply for employees, but yeah. not all companies can do it. Today, today much easier because uh, it's. I know many many companies. I know a lot of people. So if I think about uh, culture in one or another company, so I just check with people, and uh, in ninety percent of cases, it's it's right. Yeah, right. Very good. Hey, um, Igor, you've obviously seen the industry um, or even become an industry is, is one thing, but grow and um, become more popular. Where do you think it's all heading? Hmm. I think we are going to global digitalization. Honestly, I'm not sure it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is where we are going. Um, so you can see that uh, companies like so it's, uh, software companies, they are value today more than the value of many countries. Mm. And uh, yeah, so um, we will see more and more demand on uh, software engineers and we will see that more and more demand on um, not only on engineers, on smart people. Because see, it's um, see, it's I worked as engineer many many years, and I had this kind of thoughts as well that only engineers can do the smartest things. It's not true. Mm-hmm. Everyone can do very very smart things, and honestly, everyone can do engineering work. The question is how long time everyone will need to learn this kind of skills to deliver the good uh, good work to employer. Um, so I think it will be more demand so that more people will move there. I think it will be more competitive market 
because see, uh, but not only digital market. I think on some stage everything will be digital. So even uh, conferences, uh, running conferences, uh, mm. and it will be much more technical work. And uh, we saw, you know, we saw Uber, for example. So it's one it will be self-driven cars. So many, many drivers will lose their work and they will need to go to a new market. I think, yeah, this is the way. On the, if we will uh, move, if we will come back to DevOps, I think that in very, very short term, all companies will run DevOps. When I talk about short term, I think I talk about one, maximum three years. Uh, because it's, this is a, just today, this is a one way to deliver good and they speed up to the market and high quality products. Unfortunately, we don't see any other options today on the market. So it's uh, let's see where if company will not make this uh, movement, it will be not easy for them to be competitive enough uh, on the market. Yeah. 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 So this is actually what I see. Mm. So Igor, tell me how do people find out about DevOps Talks Conference and how do they go and register? Oh, it's it's very very simple. <laughs> Our website is uh, talksplus.com. So just uh, come to our website, choose conference that you would like to join. We have, uh, as I mentioned, five conferences in next year. We will start first round in March from Melbourne and Auckland, and we will move. To the second round in August, we will start from uh, Singapore. We will come back to Australia, to Sydney. And in August, we will run brand new conference that will be called Enterprise Cloud Conference. On this one, we will talk about enterprises, cloud, and uh, our Australian uh, capabilities in this area. And uh, it's... Maybe it's rare, but uh, we are in very good shape and fit in this area. And uh, we will see speakers from overseas, from big enterprises as well. And they will present what they achieved and we will present what we achieved. And we will see differences and we will see different visions. We will see different things. And this conference, uh, on this conference, we expect to have a lot of... Um, executives and C-level people who will run their transformation and cloud adoption in big enterprises. And we will see a lot of engineers who actually do technical work for these uh, adoptions and for this uh, moving to cloud. It's a huge topic, and I think it will be very interesting to everyone. Yeah, for sure. Igor, I really love the way that you... Um make it so inclusive and kind of almost forced together um, non-technical and technical people. I think it's a really great attitude to have. And, um, yeah, I look forward to hearing more about how it goes. And are, are people able to submit talks or do you have more than enough speakers? Already yes, it's a v, our door is open, always open. Yeah. So we have uh, – uh, CFP on our website. Yeah. So we're more than happy to get uh, more um, um, proposals and we will review it and we'll be more than happy to bring people to our conference to present. Absolutely. 
Awesome. All right. Well, I'll make sure that I include links in the show notes um, so people can easily find out more about it and get in touch as well. Yeah. Great. Thank you, Alex. Oh, my pleasure. And look forward to maybe meeting you face-to-face one day. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You'll be more than happy. Absolutely. Great. That was the weekly reboot for this week. You can find out how to register and or how to submit talks to Eagles conferences. And I encourage you to do that. It was very nice to meet and talk to him and hear about how he runs this conference. And I encourage people to get along to them and bring your managers and execs to come and learn more about DevOps and technology. Well, that's almost it for the year from the weekly reboot. We'll be back in your ears next Friday for something very special just for your Christmas present. So I'll look forward to imagining you listening in then. Bye for now.